It's the Heart of a Fighter show. Thank you guys for joining me again. I'm Johan Francis. I'm your coach, and this is the Heart of a Fighter show. We talk everything, keeping you motivated and active inside the gym every week. If you need to know the best way to increase pectoral joint angle rehabilitation when doing a plank set for time, you can go look that up on Google. We get a little bit deeper here, and today, I'm going to tell you a story about Monique, one of the most indelible and toughest people I ever met. Because in my day, I've seen some tough women, and she might be the toughest, not because she moves the most weight, but because she has the mentality of a warrior. But first, you guys, I need to encourage you to get active. Because, hey, you're active out there on the streets, on the trails, at 10% capacity inside the gyms. Yo, you need to get active with me, too. That means going to the website, CoachJohanCSCS.com. And finding all of the new courses you can take. Hearing more stories about people just like yourself. And it also means going to heartofafighter.com. There you can tell your story. There you can request topics. And this is open for everyone, not just professionals. Lastly, I need you to reach down deep inside your soul. And maybe your pockets and pull out four or five stars. Rate us. Give us that feedback. Guys, I've heard feedback from all kinds of people. I've heard good feedback, and believe it or not, I've heard negative feedback. Yeah, a guy I had to snap on later on, try to give me the business inside of Yelp. For me, I didn't do anything wrong. He was just kind of a prick, to be honest with you. But the majority of people I see come through the doors, these doors right here inside the gym are honest, hardworking people. Honest, hardworking people inside of an honest, hardworking bubble called the Silicon Valley. Most of these people who I trained grew up here, and they didn't call it the Silicon Valley. This was just the Bay, right? The South Bay, right? But here it's turned into something completely different. Stress has been the motif of everyone that comes through in the gym right now. Everybody's got some measure of it, right? You got deadlines. You've got freaking meeting after meeting after meeting, right? You got to be home. You're on call, some of you, right? Men, women. All of you, especially with the women, you have matriarchal duties. You got to get back to the kids, right? You got to help the kids through the growing pains. Some of you women don't have kids at all, but it's still a freaking beast out in these streets, isn't it? It's hard for you to maintain that lifestyle of working out, fitness, and eating, but you still do it anyway, right? Well, I've met a few of all kinds, right? This show okay let me go back a little bit heart of a fighter is about the nature of the people who come through the gym it's the thing that ties everybody together i'm trying to figure out what that is that makes people want to get up and try again we cover in on the show the nature of addiction and how that how one side is this very negative right thing addiction it it's the um thing that causes you to do the same negative thought pattern over and over again which leads into negative behaviors and movements over and over again and on the other side right it's the complete opposite it's this endless red reservoir of motivation and so what is that what is the 
difference? Where is that line where it's either really negative or increasingly positive? That's what we try to figure out here on the show, right? And along my journeys in these past 17 years, I've seen people who are addicted to everything from freaking dabs and, and vaping weed to smoking and eating it. I've seen people that freaking pop pills like they're fucking Tic Tacs left and right. You know, and they'll tell me about it for some reason. Like, I need to know. A, I need a cursory understanding about what your fucking steez is. About your understanding. About how many, you know, pills you do like to pop. But that's about it. You do not have to then turn into the Anthony Bourdain of pill popping story. Like, you don't have to turn into Travis Scott and start telling me how and when and why and all this. All I need to know is that your heart is not going to stop when you're inside here working out with me because you took too many Xanax, right? And again, I will never judge and I never have anybody who takes fucking Xanax or Nortab or Vicodin. I don't care, right? I'm here to help you beat your addiction in the short term so that in the long term you can go and get that real professional counseling and rehabilitation that you need. I don't like people to hide stuff, but I've helped them. I've helped people who love, you know, cocaine, all of this stuff, cigarettes, right? I used to smoke a ton of weed and cigarettes myself. And so I understand that there is this commonality, not just between everyone that comes through the door, but between the nature of um, wanting to know more about yourself. When it's bad, it's called addiction. When it's good, it's called inspiration, right? It's the spirit going to work. So that's the premise of what we do here on the Heart of a Fighter show with me, Johan Francis. These are the stories on CoachJohanCSCS.com. I encourage you to go and check them out. Lots of them, right? But I've also seen the other type of addiction, like with my homegirl, Monique, okay? Hers is an addiction that a lot of you face, which is you cannot or will not I should say, because I encourage everyone who has that ability, right, to change their life, to do it. And if you're not doing it, you ain't got no one else to blame but you, if you're aware. If you can know better, you can do better. And I hold everybody to that same standard. So, um, and part of this show is getting used to knowing better. But some of us are addicted to keeping those bad influences in our life because we get a high, a roller coaster, a shot of dopamine that makes us feel good when we help out those people who are suffering in our lives. At one point in my life, without getting too like detailed about it, I got a DUI. And I remember going to the classes that they prescribe that you go to, and believe me, there's a, I was just surrounded by fucking recidivists. <laughs> one like I'm looking down on them like... You're going back and you're going back. But a lot of people in these DOI classes, they don't really, they're going to do this for the rest of their days. I've met people and trained people regularly who in their younger days had multiple DUIs. All I'm saying is I looked around and I was like, yo, you're coming back probably. You look like it because you guys are acting like it. But I'm sitting here and I remember the dude said, he went around the room, asked everybody the story about how they got into trouble, right? And I'm looking at the recidivists, and I'm looking at the dude running the show, and he's just like, ah, you put on the cape. You, ah, again, you put on the cape. Came to me. He's like, 
put on the cape, didn't you? And immediately I'm looking down trying to do the Cam Newton check if there's an S on my chest. And of course there isn't. I was putting on the cape. We all do it. There's something about that little adrenaline rush you get when you try to rescue somebody in an interim situation. Even if it doesn't freaking change the world. There's something about that back and forth that we love. It's partly trauma. It's partly inherited from some other situation. But we reinforce it. Monique did too. She grew up around it. She grew up with family members, with brothers, all brothers, who gave her the freaking blues throughout most of her life. Yeah, they were in and out of jail, you know, they were this and that. But Monique, as an adult, yo, she was the smartest one. Went out of her way to get her PhD, right? And right now is an engineer. Even though she had to come up out the fucking, you know, come up out the gutter, And by that, I mean tough family, you know, surroundings and circumstances in order to get herself into a high level of academia and achieve that's major. She did it. But along the way, she picked up some very bad habits, bad habits that led her to get very bad, very poor freaking hydration and sleep on a daily and still managed to function throughout her adult life as an engineer. And it was like. I'm always amazed that she's able to do the shit. She she must be like a freaking Mensa member, low-key. They just didn't come out and test her, right? She's like the Cat Williams of engineering. It's like, how are you able to just be a fucking tornado of a train wreck, you know, interpersonally, at bouts in your life? Yes, I understand that those are called cries for help. But also then be, you know what I mean, at the peak of what it is that you do and do it really, really well. Like, that's, that's a dichotomy that I almost fucking envy. <laughs> like, don't you wish you could just be a romantic train wreck <laughs> and then be really good at your job or whatever it is that you do? Matter of fact, that is the, the denotation of an addict. <laughs> it isn't. That's not true. Right before addiction starts to take hold in us, um, typically in addicts, I should say, um, You'll see us suffer a, uh, a downturn in their uh, work production level, right? But Monique was able to do both. She's able to kind of ride the coattails of her family history and her problems and still be someone that was able to show up on a job and, and, and stack up to get paid decently, you know what I mean? To have a long-term success in her field to do a very complex job very well from from just you know accounts of other people i know that know her in her 50s right with long black hair very smart right she's greek i believe um probably like five two and just ailments ailments right has really bad arthritic hands has uh, bad uh, elbows, right? But every time, every week, day after day, for years, Monique would march herself up into the gym and allow me to go to work and assess her body for, for ways we can alleviate some of her arthritic, arthritic hands and change some of her physiological patterns for the better. And let me just say that And lose weight, too, a little bit. And let me just say that if she wasn't coming to me, I hope she'd go to someone else. 
but she did right she did actually get some success by coming to see me over many 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 years so here comes the long-haired jet black haired monique pulled that jet black hair into a ponytail and time and time again she would kind of break down in front of me and tell me how hard things were getting because one of her brothers would pop up out the past and she needed to get him out of jail so she'd have to go into the bank account and try to find the money and move this money and that money around to try to get him about the out of jail right and then over here she got the other bro that's about you know he gets deported and what do you do when you have the world on your shoulders you're the only functioning member of your family at this point you are clearly the most high-brained one you're the most achieving one you're the pillar you're the go-to right you're the fucking rescuer right well i saw how this would take a toll and i'm asking you guys if you're in similar situations how is it that you like if other people are there holding you back because they're dragging you down have you noticed it yet? I'm sure you have, but what are you doing to change it? How are you ridding your life of the people that bring you straight down to the bottom of the ocean? How are you getting rid of the balls and chains in your life? And what if that ball and chain is someone that you like really love? Maybe because you're married and you have a deep commitment. Maybe you share a lease with that person. Maybe it's a bestie best friend right it's a road dog that you've had since you were a kid how do you cut through such thick steel to release the ball from the chain and get your get your life back right and break away or are you so in love with this pull and pull push and pull that you need that in your life it's hard to get through to monique and to let her know that hey some of the ways that you've overextended yourself in order to help out your underachieving family members has been the source of your adult pain and deep now into your 50s you have to find a way to let go of some of that shit which is something that you could still do to this day monique would always be ready to work and man it got me really it opened my eyes it illuminated me to the fact that you can carry on for long bouts in this world with like fucking four hours of sleep and like fucking 1200 calories in your system right some way somehow you're compensating you don't know maybe you're falling asleep like mid you know what i mean on the drive home it's hypnotic highway hypnosis takes over and your brain just finds ways to get sleep i can attest when i used to wake up at 5 a.m to train people i would freaking fall asleep with my eyes open on the road sometimes and yes i understand how dangerous it is and that's why i made the pivot to never work that early again in my life it ain't happening but i look at monique and i'm like yo you're compensating in these ways how do we get through so she would um she would uh have a very hard time getting her hands above her head but she would push herself and she was very aware because, again, real smart lady. She was very aware of the ways that her health was um, uh, kind of peaking or rearing itself 
in these negative ways, aware of her negative sleep patterns, aware of the fact that she couldn't drink enough water to freaking get herself hydrated if she was like four foot two. You know what I mean? She's aware of all of these really negative things and constantly, though, found the means to battle back. So, like, when she would go on vacation, she would always get proper sleep. Whenever she had time off, when she had her sabbatical, she was out here not freaking, you know what I mean, trying to save those people in her family more. She wasn't out here, you know, just partying it up and going out dancing, which is something she loves to do. And she wouldn't do any of that. She was like, yo, I'm going to do all that later. Need sleep. Going to sleep first. And I thought that was incredibly self-aware and smart that she was able to do that. Right? Um... When she would, she would find ways. She would go and buy the tumbler with the with the with the um light up with the LEDs on it, so that she knew how much water she would drink in throughout the day. She would do little things to keep her in the battle. The problem is, just every few months, something else would pop up because she has these other people bringing her down. And while I can't be the person to say, "Hey, you got to cut these people loose," maybe you guys are in that situation. And I need you to understand, if at very least you can't kick that person's ass to the fucking curb that's bringing you down, maybe you don't want to. And you're way down by your own sense of sympathy for that other person in your life, which I do not want you to get confused with empathy, which is just feeling for them. Sympathy might put you in their place. Maybe have empathy instead. Maybe you're way down by these things, but I want you guys to understand that this is as much an addiction as chain smoking is when you see someone doing that. It is the fundamental need, maybe some sort of love addiction, to create or solve entropy in your life. And I want you guys to think about it, especially with women, right? Women has been, have been tasked a lot in our society as being caretakers and hen, den mothers, not hen mothers, that's something entirely different, as being <laughs> den mothers and being the polite, smiling pillows for which we can lay down our ills. And you, women are expected to listen and take it. So women, I want you to think about that mode in your life, that tag, that role. Is that you? Do you have the means to get rid of those folks, right? I want you to. I want you guys to start thinking about the fact that this addiction is one that doesn't really end. Don't fall in love with the hard way. Find the means to liberate yourself from the people that drag you down. Find that. Find the means so that you can do things that are just for you. You don't have to cut these folks out of their your life for good. But what you have to do is make it increasingly aware of yourself and to them. That you can no longer continue along the same energy draining path. Right? And over time, little by little, you'll notice yourself kind of get out of that situation. At very least, on the back end. Right? When... One of your friends calls you up asking for a shit ton of, of asking for some of your bread. You can say, hey, I don't, 
I'm going to have to give you less and less every time. And then on the back end, do more of the stuff that you need to do for you, right? Right? Meaning, okay, I'll let you have some of the bread now, some of the money. I'll let you borrow some of this, right? I've never, I don't even lend people money, so this is kind of a very foreign, weird um, example for me to give. I would, when I give money to people, I just expect I'll never see it again when I let people borrow it. But just maybe on the back end, think about, okay, that's a huge hit. I need to now spend less money on myself. And that is a way we can teach ourselves to let go. But I want you guys to remember, are you, or think about, are you in the push and pull, the peak in the valley, the dopamine hit, the adrenaline dump of helping someone else maybe a little bit too much? I'd love to tell you that Monique is completely free of helping those people in her life, her brothers, but she isn't. But Every time I see her over the course of many years, she's gotten better and better about taking care of herself. And I am still impressed to this day with the just capricious nature of her accepting the hard way. The way she's like, yeah, I'm going to do the hardest. I'm going to live the hardest life I can. But on the back end, I suspect she's doing very small very healthy minded things for herself otherwise i don't know how she has just the sheer gasoline the sheer octane to keep going i don't know how she can go off of no sleep poor hydration 1200 calories five foot two right <laughs> slightly overweight wearing a huge sweater to, to training every time out you know what i mean how does she do it for so long? Sometimes she'll be up in the gym working out. She'll break into song because, you know, we'll play some of the good freestyle from the 80s. Freestyle. You know, like, uh, take me, take me to the, you know, whatever. <laughs> and she'll break out in a freaking song in the middle of the gym. And I got to respect the hell out of that, right? She's listening to fucking the Gap Band. And here she goes. She knows all the words. I'm really impressed by that, by her spirit. And then on the back end, I'm like, yo, she could barely move her right arm today because she's done too many, given up a little bit too much of her time on the back end. I look at her and I'm impressed. It builds my fortitude to see that a woman that has 25 years on me or 20 has the constitution of a 22-year-old fucking running back. Because she's simply not only she might be stretching herself too thin, but she's accepting that role. She's accepting the hard way and doing things on the back end, at least from what I can tell. Right. She's keeping in mind herself at the end of the day. And so, yeah, sure. You guys might want to get more sleep in your life. Right. You might want to eat a little bit better than you are these days. Be a little bit more mindful and aware of the things you are. And that's why I'm here to help you do it. But do those little things on the back end. Separate yourself from the people that bring you down, down, down. And be strong as fuck for yourself. Be your own stalwart. Your own rock. And that's probably, probably going to get you through the long-term torrents of other people trying to bring you down to the bottom. And I hope you find that for yourselves, right? And I hope you guys continue to listen to the show. Don't forget 
While you're at it, reach down deep into your pockets. Pull out those four and five stars. If you pull out five stars, you guys, I promise to invite you onto the team at CoachJohanCSCS.com. There you can get free courses, free stories, free videos if you give me that five-star love. And until then, I'll see you later. And stay up.